You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's National Take Back Your Opioids Day. I know you wanted to know that. I. It, <laughs> what is up with all these national days? You know, today's National Pay It Forward Day. Did you know that? I mean, it's insane that we have all these national, national, national days of something or other. Cinco de Mayo's coming soon. And by the way, I'm back. A week off of the microphone. I'm telling you. I'm ready, chomping at the bit. But before I get to everything, welcome to the Conservative Cartel live on the Blaze Radio Network from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. You want to be part of the program this morning? Here's what you do: the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But before we get into this action-packed next three hours of conservative greatness, sexual chocolate, executive hey, hey, pro- hey, producer hey. Ron. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? It's a good Saturday. Welcome back, Matt. Oh, I'm, I'm, I know you had a good long struggle. Oh, this week, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. <laughs> hey, this first hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by BattleBox, the premier survival tactical subscription box on the planet. You can visit them at BattleBox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. You got to drop the E there. Use code Cartel. Uh, yeah, use code Cartel for fifteen percent <laughs> off your first box. BattleBox.com. Got a little funky well, there. Producer Ron's been here all week. I have not. I have been. And, and, and don't let your heart flutter because Chris X, he's at some charity gala this morning. So it's just me. I'm flying solo here on the Blaze this morning. I appreciate the fact that you're riding along beside me. But I moved my wife and my three dogs from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Fort Worth, Texas this week by myself in a Penske rental truck. Well, not really by myself. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law are here, of course my wife's sister and, and, and husband, which Jeff is over in the control room right now watching how the sausage is made here on the cartel. But I'll tell you, don't ever do that. Hire somebody to do it because moving a 3,000-square-foot home is hard. My back hurts. I'm hurting. And I was ready to be sitting behind this microphone since last Tuesday. So, But Chris X took over the program for the week. I'm sure he did a fantastic job. I listened a little bit here and there, but uh, the cartel rolls on. So, hey, look, you want to be part of the program. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Lots of lots of things going on. We got Alfie Evans, this U.K. toddler who lost his battle. He lost his life, and, and God bless him, the U.K. infant. Uh, we're going to talk about some death panels. We're going to talk about socialized medicine because that's what the left wants to bring to this country. We're going to talk about diamond and silk. I mean, they went to Capitol Hill, and now from – the Daily Mail, Diamond and Silk are accused of lying under oath. I know. You can't make this garbage up. It's unbelievable. I mean, here we go. You got Mark Zuckerberg, Hamburglar, goes up to Capitol Hill, passes out some money, and he's fine. Diamond and Silk go up there. Oh, 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 you're part of the Trump team. You got paid money. We'll get into that. Hey, Chance the Rapper, by the way. All this stuff going on with Kanye West. In these rappers, and now that they might be conservative, well, Chance the Rapper, he's going to walk back his stuff. He he doesn't want you to think he's pro-Trump. I mean, he's got to keep up his street cred, you know. He got he got to be down with the hood. So we're, we're going to get into that a little bit today. Uh, we got 
DACA back in the news. We got legislation from the bench. That's hour one. Hour two, we're going to welcome Rob, uh, Rob Weisinger to the program. We're going to talk about uh, Miss Gaspel, Gina Gaspel, who is supposedly, maybe, might get confirmed to be the head of the CIA. Now that Mike Pompeo, by the way, was confirmed as Secretary of State. I mean, I don't know what the hubba of that was. I mean, the guy got, I mean, it's amazing to me to watch our government, and especially the Democratic Party in our government, try to slow walk everything for President Trump. It's amazing to me. Mike Pompeo got confirmed to be the CIA director by a wide margin. But yet you don't want him to be Secretary of State. You're worried that he might go along with Donald Trump too much. I mean, newsflash out there, liberals. Donald Trump is your president. It's it's a fact. Nothing you do, shouting at the moon, crying like little babies, is going to change the fact that Donald Trump's going to be president for at least another three years. Probably, probably, I would say probably closer to another seven. Because everything going down in North Korea, South Korea, I mean, Korea over there, I mean... <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys, look, I know they don't teach history in school anymore, but the Korean conflict is still going on, by the way, since 1950. Now, for those of you who have a hard time with math, that's 68 years, by the way, that the Korean conflict has been going on. And if Donald Trump, if President Trump brokers peace in Korea, the dude ought to get the the Nobel Peace Prize, period. Ought to get it. So we're going to catch up with with Rob Wassinger. We're going to talk about some more text messages. Peter Stroke and Lisa Page are back in the news. That's not on. I mean, these two were uh, texting more. My wife and I have been together for over 10 years, and I don't think we've texted 50,000 texts. Crazy. I mean, they were conspiring to overthrow a government. Well, we're going to get into that. You got the House report on the FBI and Flynn. You've got the House panel on Russia. There was no collusion yet again, but they redacted everything. Uh, Google. In this James Damore case, you remember that in the diversity that is uh, going on, Google is now sealing their records. Unbelievable. I mean, we're going to get into that and so much more in these three hours. If you want to be part of the cartel, you want to be part of the program today, you want to comment on anything I'm going to talk about, give me a call. The Black Rifle Coffee hotline is open. Got my Black Rifle right here. 888 900 888-900-3393. So I'm going to get into this real quick because this, this segment's Already almost over. Alfie Evans, this UK toddler at the center of this legal battle, he died. I mean, this poor kid, (laughs) born in May of 2016, suffered a series of seizures and was admitted to a hospital in Liverpool where he has been ever since. So almost two years. Doctors said, I mean, this is, to me, this is crazy. And I'm going to develop this more. So we're going to get into this in the next segment too. But this young Alfie Evans, he developed an incurable degenerative brain condition. Sounds bad, right? Doctors said further treatment was futile and recommended that Alfie be allowed to die. I'm going to tell you out there, I don't know if any of you are parents out there. I'm, I'm a parent. I've got two children. I would give my life. So that my children would live. Period. No, not even a question to ask. So these young parents, who are young, by the way, 
young, young. I mean, like 20-something. Kate James, 20, and Tom Evans, 21, wrote on Facebook that they were absolutely heartbroken. You think? I mean, you think? I remember when my kids were young. I remember when they were babies. I remember how defenseless they were. I remember, you know, what you had to do for them. I mean, I remember, you know, as a parent, your sole job is protecting your children in raising them to be productive adults. That's our job as parents. We're watching as parenting in this country is going down a hill. We're watching as the government is trying to stop you from being a parent. We're watching as all of this stuff happens. But when doctors can say to you, <laughs> we're done, but we're not going to do any more. We're going to let your child die. But yet the Vatican, the Pope, and doctors in Italy are saying, look, we, we can help you. We have... <laughs> We have solutions that aren't completely, you know, they're, they're, they're new. They're, they're untested, but they're experimental. But we'd like to try. We would like to try to save your child. As a parent, that's the only thing you would want to do, right? I mean, I know they're in a hard situation. And I know you look at stuff and you say, hey, look, quality of life. You know, what's this child's quality of life going to be? How long is this child going to live? And you've got the government. And I'm going to tell you, I want to tie all of this in together in the next segment. But remember when Sarah Palin came out and said that, you know, when socialized medicine comes, when Obamacare hits, there's going to be death panels. Can someone not, can someone please explain to me how this is not a death panel? Because the, the Democratic Party is like, oh, no, you're crazy. There's no death panels. You're crazy. No, no, no. We just saw it. But look, stick around. Lots more to come on the other side. I'm going to talk about Alfie. We're going to get into Diamond and Silk in Capitol Hill. Our government is so crazy. But let's do socialized medicine. Let's run down that road. Matlock, the conservative cartel, give me a call. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three in the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. I'll be right back. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. We are rocking and rolling this morning. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Matt Locke, your host, Chris X, my partner in crime. Well, he's out at some fancy, dancy, charity, something or other, and he couldn't get out of it because we have real jobs. Of course, you know, Chris, Chris X has a job. I have a job. Ron has a job, sexual chocolate. So sometimes we're working, guys, and sometimes it happens. So you get little old me, Matlock. I was gone all this week. If you were listening to the program Monday through Friday, which you can find on theconservativecartel.com, where to find us. But uh, I was moving. I, I was moving. I was out all week. That is the first time. Those are the first shows I have ever missed on this program in over two years. And uh, my beautiful wife, 
you know, I moved her down here to Fort Worth, Texas. So we could do the radio, do this kind of stuff, be done. Uh, yeah, three boxers, my wife, my brother-in-law, my wife's sister. Uh, yeah, caravanning from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Fort Worth, Texas. So we traded one fort for the other fort, which is fantastic, by the way. But uh, if you want to be the program today, I am live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. We're on the Blaze Radio Network here. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888 3393 is how you reach the program today. I'm going to throw a question out to you because a lot of stuff happened this week. I'm going to, I'm going to get to a lot of stuff. We had Bill Cosby in the news by the week, the, this week, by the way. The, the pudding pops. Don't get the pudding in the pudding pops. You got to get the pudding. Remember the, the pudding commercials? You know, when I was a kid growing up, Dr. Huxtable, Hux, Huxtable, 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 Huxtable. I knew it was one of them. I'm old, by the way. Dr. Huxtable and Theo and... All those guys. I mean, he was, you know, he was the guy. Bill Cosby was the guy. The comedian, you know, the pudding pops, all all that kind of stuff. Sad. Sad what's going on in this whole day and age. And as we watch, you know, the rape culture and we watch these Hollywood people. We're going to talk about that a little bit because Hollywood flipped on Bill Cosby. Of course they did. But I was talking about Alfie Evans. The, the, the young boy, two, almost two years old, would have been two years old in May. UK government tells his parents he's got a degenerative brain condition, supposedly incurable. They said, look, your your child's better off dying. And I went into it last segment, and I'm not going to go into it this segment, but, you know, the one job, the the, the one adult thing you do is, is you take care of your kids. I mean, you raise your children. You love them and you nurture them and you teach them and, and, and you, you, you bring them up as responsible adults. And they're part of you. I mean, they're your offspring. They're your legacy. And these poor parents have got a government saying, we're going to let them die. All the while, you've got Italy, you've got the Pope saying, we've got a helicopter available. We'll bring them over here. We've got some experimental medicine we can do and it, and it may help him and the uk says no under british law courts often intervene when parents and doctors disagree over the treatment of a child whose rights often take precedent over the parents rights to decide what is best for your child you understand what i just said the government's rights supersede the parents' rights of what happens to your child. That's big brother right there. That is big brother right there. You know, right there, folks, that's why we need the Second Amendment. Because if that's my child laying in a hospital bed, I'm coming out guns a-blazing. You want to stop me from going to the helicopter that's going to maybe save the life of my child? You're going to have to kill me. You're going to have to kill me. Because my child is leaving this place, and he's leaving it right now. Throw me in jail, shoot me, you do what you have to do, but I'm going to do what I have to do to save my child. Period. And this is the cockamamie garbage that the left wants to bring to this country. And they all ridiculed, the left ridiculed, Sarah Palin, when she came out and said death panels. Oh, 
there, there's no death panels. Sarah Palin, oh, she's a, she's a fear monger. She's a Republican. She doesn't know what she's taught. We don't want to kill you. Hey, by the way, give her a pill so she feels better. Remember that? Remember President Obama, Barack Obama? Hey, just, just give her a pill. Just give her a pill to feel better. She'll be all right. Just give her a pill. She's 85. She lived long enough. When you, that's the problem with socialized medicine. When you outlive your useless, your usefulness to a government, when you outlive the fact that you can pay taxes, when you outlive the fact that you can be a productive citizen in your country, the government can say, you know what? We don't need you anymore. You're not going to give us any money. You're no longer working. All we're going to do is sink money into you. So take a pill, go sit in the corner and die quietly so we can get some more tax money out of these chumps over here who can continue to work because they're healthy and young. That is what's going on. It's a sad, sad day. And you're right. I see comments here on the Facebook. Of course, you're going to save your child. Of course, you're going to do what you have to do to save your child because that's what parents do. And these poor parents, I mean, they're young kids too, 20 and 21. And, and, and God, you know, God bless them. I mean, I, I was young. I was 24 when my daughter was born. Amazing. <laughs> Seems like a long, long time ago. I was so young and dumb. I didn't know, but I knew one thing. I was going to protect that little girl with anything that I had at 24 years of age. You don't know anything. I mean, you're just coming into your adulthood. You're just learning. You're just growing. All you know is you've got this little child that is that that is your child. That is your offspring that you want to protect. And that's all these poor parents knew. And, and here we are. Here we are with the government saying, you know what? Nah, you don't know what's best. We do. We, we know what's best for you. We're going to do what's best for your child. And what's best for your child is we're going to unhook his, his life support. We're not going to give him any more water. We're not going to feed him. And he's just going to die. Done. That is sad. It makes me sad. Because that's. That's what the left wants in this country. That's what we fight so hard for every day on this program, the cartel. We fight for your right to decide what is best for you and your family. And that's why we have the Second Amendment. That's why we have the First Amendment. That's why we have the Bill of Rights. That's why we have the greatest country on this planet, because we have a constitution. We have a declaration. We have laws that say the government will not and shall not infringe on these rights. Did the UK government infringe on that child's rights to live? Because in our constitution, you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life. The first thing in our constitution is life. You have the right to life. You have the right to live. You have the right. The government doesn't take that away from you. They're not allowed to. But in the UK, they don't have the constitution that America has. So they have that right. The government has that right to tell you that your child can live and die. Believe me, I will never go to you. I will never go to the UK. I, I don't want the socialist utopia. I mean, this is, you know, this is supposed to be a socialist utopia. This is supposed to be nirvana according to the left. But if you look at Venezuela, you look at Cuba, you look at the UK, the UK, London, it's being overrun, overrun by migrants. And, and they're what? They're Muslims. 
Now, I'm not going to cover this, but you saw the Dagon van attack in Toronto, Canada this week. And then you got the Canadian police. Whoa! We don't know the motive. I do. He's Muslim. He hates you. Motive. It took me all of five seconds to figure that out. But we should now, I'm telling you, we, we should now ban high-capacity vans. Just saying. Who needs a van to carry 15 people around? Who needs a van to carry construction equipment or supplies around? Who needs that? You can go right down to U-Haul or Penske or whatever truck rental place you want, rent a van and run people down on the sidewalk and kill multiple people, and we don't know why he did it. This is where we're at. This is where we're at in the world today. You continue to let these animals in. You continue to let the government dictate to you what you're going to do. You continue to live under those rules. It isn't going to be good for you. It's going to end badly for you. And that's why you have to fight every day for what we have here in this country. Every day. No matter what. Because... The day we lose the rights to arm ourselves, the day we lose the rights to free speech, the day we lose the rights to to know the truth, I mean, where else are you going to get the truth? Where else are you going to come and get the truth and find out what's going on? Because look, the mainstream left, they're not telling you the truth. They're an arm of the daggone Democratic Party, period. They're going to continue to spew their ridiculousness. They're going to continue to spew their hatred, and they're going to continue to tell you that peace in in Korea is a bad thing. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. They gave President Barack Obama the damn Nobel Peace Prize for doing absolutely nothing. Zero. Zilch. Because he was a black man. But yet, Oh, my God, Donald Trump. Oh, I mean, they're they're literally beside themselves that Donald Trump may have brokered peace in Korea. I mean, now, doesn't that deserve a Nobel Peace Prize? Doesn't that deserve something? Now, we're going to get to Trump tweets here as the show goes on because there's a lot of them. But I want to set up my next story here going into this next segment. Pro-Trump social media stars, Diamond and Silk. Everybody knows Diamond and Silk. You know the big kerfuffle. Facebook said they were unsafe for the community. Well, they were asked to come up to Capitol Hill. Bad mistake, telling you. Bad, bad, bad mistake. Anytime you go up to Capitol Hill, they put, guess what? They put them under oath. But Mark Zuckerberg was not. So now we have, it's beyond any reasoning you can think of. We now have pro-Trump social media stars, Diamond and Silk, accused of lying under oath on Capitol Hill. I really want to curse right now, but I'm not going to. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. Don't go anywhere. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888-900-3393. This is the Conservative Cartel. I'm Matt Lock. Chris X, he's out for the day. He'll be back Monday. You can find us on theconservativecartel.com. By the way, we're giving away an AR-15. I'm going to talk about that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network.
conservative cartel. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Well, welcome back to the conservative cartel. Matt Locke here riding solo live in the Nine Line Apparel studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. But it is that time again, the conservative cartel honors our heroes. And this morning, our hero is Captain Andreas O'Keefe. He's 37 of Center, I don't know how to say that, Center Maracas, New York, died March 15th when his HH-60 Pavehawk helicopter crashed in western Iraq. O'Keefe was assigned to the 101st Rescue Squadron, 106th Rescue Wing, New York National Guard. Now, Mr. O'Keefe, 37. He was the pilot. He was one of the other pilots here on the Pave Hawk, according to the New York Guard. He was a full-time federal civil civilian employee in an, in an Air Guardsman with the Wing's 101st Rescue Squadron. He joined the 106th Rescue Wing in 2013 after serving as an armament system specialist with the 113th Wing District of Columbia Air National Guard and an RC-26 pilot with the 174th Attack Wing at Hancock Field Air National Guard Base, Syracuse, New York. He was deployed to Iraq three times and to Afghanistan, the Horn of Africa, and Texas during the Hurricane Harvey. And I'm going to tell you, we've went through all of these gentlemen, and this is the last one of our fantastic heroes who died on that HH Pave Hawk helicopter in Iraq. God bless these these men and women of our armed forces, of our military, because it's because of them that I get to come onto this program every Saturday and, and talk about this great country. So God bless you. Captain Andreas O'Keefe, I hope your family in this time of need find support in that uh, we just we appreciate the fact of what you do. We really do. We, we, we love our first responders, militaries, firefighters, police officers. I know there was a couple police officers shot in Dallas down here this week. Uh, the one police officer succumbed to his injuries. I believe we'll probably honor him on Wednesday. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's a rough life they lead. They do it out of complete and utter self-sacrifice, and it's it's crazy. So thank you there, honoring our heroes. But uh, you want to be part of the program. I talked about Alfie, the young boy, uh, Alfie Evans, the U.K. Tyler that just died. Now we're going to talk about Diamond and Silk. If you want to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Would love to hear any of your comments that you may have on this. Be part of the program this morning. But uh, I want to set this up. I, I teased this in the last segment. Diamond and Silk, or better known as Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson, were asked to go up to Capitol Hill this week, this last week, and to testify about how social media, and in particular Facebook, is screwing us. And I'm talking about conservatives, because believe me, we know. We, we talk about it all the time, Chris and I, the Facebook overlords. You know, share, share and follow, share, like, do that. I mean, we're giving away, by the way, a Diamondback AR-15, and we put it up on our Facebook page, and it got pulled down. What happened to your Second Amendment rights, right? I mean, what happened to that kind of stuff? We know what Facebook does. But yet, oh, these liberals, they, oh, Facebook, no, 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 no. That was just an error. And for those of you listening on The Blaze, I'm using air quotes. 
So two of Donald Trump's most visible supporters, Diamond and Silk, have been accused of making false statements to Congress about being paid by the president's campaign. Now I want you to think about this for just a quick second. Mark Zuckerberg, founder, CEO of Facebook, goes to Capitol Hill to give testimony about the data that has been stolen, Cambridge Analytics, Dr. Specter. We've covered it on this program relentlessly. Mark Zuckerberg goes to Capitol Hill, and they don't put the piece of crap under oath. But you're going to put Diamond and Silk under oath? What in the hell is going on in this country? These are social media women. That's all they are. They're, they're, they're normal people like you and I who have found a niche and they believe in their country and they love the president. And for that, the Democratic Party is going to find a way to get that from happening, to keep it from happening. They're going to find a way on some technicality, some glitch, some bull crap. And I want to say the other word because they are spreading the truth. They are telling you the things that the mainstream media won't tell you. And that can't be had. In our socialistic, crazy society that the left thinks is utopia, that can't be had. You need to be listening to the propaganda that is the left. You need to be listening. We can't have the truth out there. (laughs) Now, amazingly, I read this article, and it's from the Daily Mail, by the way. I mean, you can't get real news in America anymore unless you're listening to the cartel. It says, but the hearing descended into chaos when some members of the committee walked out during Diamond and Silk's testimony. So these lily-livered, panty-waist, oh, I about said a P word, little girls, and i sorry to offend little girls, Walked out of a testimony by two black women who are just on social media. I can't make this up. Were you offended? Effing snowflakes. This is where we get it from. I mean, you were literally, you literally walked out of a hearing on Capitol Hill of Diamond and Silk. I, I can't make this stuff up. I mean, this is crazy. Those women probably wouldn't hurt a flea. But I'm telling you, truth is like kryptonite to the Democrats. They can't stand it. They can't stand it. But here's here's the rub of this. Here's the rub of this whole deal. So an FEC filing, Federal Elections Commission, from November of November 22nd of 2016, shows that Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated paid diamond and silk. for what it is termed as field work. Okay. Now, if you know anything about big companies, which I I know a little bit, sometimes they don't have the exact adjective. They don't have the exact pull down. They don't have the exact um, setting that says what actually they did. So what actually happened And this is nothing unusual when you run a business 
is Women for Trump tour, the Women for Trump tour, Diamond and Silk are women, by the way, last time I looked. I mean, I know the freaking left, all, they're all confused about gender as well. So I don't know if I can even call them women now. But they're women the last time I looked. So the Women for Trump tour back in 2016, and Laura Trump, who I believe is Eric's wife, not Don Jr.'s wife, asked that their airline tickets that they bought themselves, by the way, Diamond and Silk bought airline tickets to fly out to this Women for Trump tour. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's pretty standard airline tickets. I was going to fly one. I flew one way back on Saturday to meet my wife from Dallas-Fort Worth to Fort Wayne, Indiana. The ticket would have cost me about $569 times two, you know, round trip, whatever. There's, there's 1200 bucks easy to fly, right? So Laura Trump said, look, we want to refund you the cost of flying to this Women for Trump tour. That's not paying anybody. That's refunding expenses because you traveled out to that tour. That's not payment. So when Diamond and Silk tell the idiots on Capitol Hill that they have not been paid by the Trump campaign, guess what? They haven't been paid. I know liberals don't understand this stuff because they don't run businesses. They don't understand this stuff because they're used to spending your money. They're used to taking your tax money and spending it, not theirs. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's freaking alcohol bill on her plane is like $200,000 a year, which you pay for, by the way. Is that a reimbursement? No one ever investigates these knuckleheads. But this is a reimbursement of a business expense. It's not payment. I know it's hard to get left. Keep up. But look, we're going to finish up this article and the first hour, which is unbelievable. Hour one is almost in the books, but don't fear. We've got two more hours of conservative greatness coming at you. Look, you want to be part of the program. Here's how you do it. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888 I'm going to catch my breath. I'm going to settle down. I got a week's worth of frustrations I'm working out today. So don't go anywhere. You're going to want to listen to the rest of it. The Conservative Cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Block and Chris Axe. On the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X, only on the Blaze Radio Network. So we're talking Diamond and Silk, we're talking Facebook, we're talking censorship, we're talking the left and socialism. All kinds of things went on this week as I was gone. It's good to be back behind the microphone. Matt Locke here, the Conservative Cartel, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to be part of the program, you want to talk to me this morning, it's very easy. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Now, next hour, I'm going to bring on to the show Rob Wassinger because we're going to talk about these slow-walked nominations, these confirmation hearings. Mike Pompeo finally got confirmed for Secretary of State, which is crazy, but they had a little sit-down with Rand Paul and the president and got that all squared away, I guess. But we had the whole Ronnie Jackson story last week. You know, the doctor 
that said Trump was in great health and then got grilled for an hour and a half. But uh, now all of a sudden he's a drunk and drinks on the job. But he was the doctor for Obama for eight years, and we never heard a word. I mean, that's crazy. But I want to take a quick second because I haven't done this at all. You need it over to theconservativecartel.com. You need to do it right now. I mean, you can do two things. You can multitask. First of all, you need to register for that Diamondback Firearms AR-15 because it is fantastic, and we are going to give that gun away Friday, Friday, May 4th. You're going to want to be, if you're not a cartel VIP right now, you're going to want to be. That's all I got to say because you can win that gun, and it's fantastic. And there it is for those of you watching on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page or the Liberty Eagle. You can see that. For those of you listening on theblaze.com, Made in America, black, oh, yeah, pistol grip. It's got a magazine on it that holds more than 10 rounds. Just saying. You need to get over to theconservativecartel.com, register for that gun. And by the way, you can buy yourself a cartel decal window sticker. Fantastic. I'm holding it up to the camera right now. Or if you would like, you could buy one of these fantastic hats. They're all up there. Ron Phillips just threw them up on Facebook. It's unbelievable. It's fantastic. I got one on myself. I love it. I tell you, best fitting hat I've ever worn, and it fits my big, fat melon. That's all I got to say. I got a big, fat head because I'm a big guy, by the way. So get over to the conservative cartel. Become a VIP. And by the way, if you're on Facebook, get over and like the Facebook page, the conservative cartel. We'd like you to. Screw Facebook. So we're talking about Facebook, and I'll tell you what. It's idiotic. (laughs) Our politicians, by the way, are taking hundreds of thousands of dollars from Facebook. Hundreds of thousands of dollars, by the way, goes into the pockets of our politicians from Facebook. So what do they do? They bring up Mark Zuckerberg, and they don't put him under oath. I mean, I can't make this stuff up. They don't put him under oath. But they put pro-Trump supporters, Diamond and Silk, under oath, who are two black women, by the way. Is that is that racist? Can we play that card today? I mean, are they after them because, you know, the black people shouldn't leave the plantation? You know, they want to keep them in slavery. You know, you know, the Democratic Party founded the, the KKK, right? I mean, you know that segregation was fueled by the, the Democratic Party. It was the right. I mean, it, 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 were, it was Republicans that voted to end slavery. It was Republicans who voted to end segregation. It wasn't the Democratic Party. But yet you got two black women who have left the plantation. Can't have that. If you're black, you got to vote Democrat. See, a lot of black people are waking up to the fact that the Democratic Party is a joke, and they're liars. But I want to tell you what Diamond and Silk said, and I'm going to move on here because i got one more story I want to get in this hour. Quote, shame on the people who don't see we've been censored, and this is Diamond and Silk talking, but when the Black Lives Matter people do it, everyone is up in arms, Hardaway declared at one point. Let me just say this right here. If the shoe was on the other foot, Mark Zuckerberg was a conservative, and we were liberals, all fences and all chains would have broke loose. You know it. And I know it. It was too much for Representative Ted Lieu, that little whiny pants bitch out in California, who walked out before the hearing was over. But not before using his time to state, this is a stupid and ridiculous hearing. Yes, it is, because you're the one in it. That's all I got to say. He then said that he remained in the room so that he could enter some facts into the record to at least try to salvage some of the hearing for the committee. Boy, I'm so glad you did it. I'm so glad you stayed, Ted Lou. Oh, what a joke. Anyway, we'll see what happens. I mean, a plane ticket reimbursement is not a payment. 
It's a reimbursement. These people have never ran a business. They don't even know how to run a business. They don't even know what a reimbursement is. They just know they take your money. But this is beside the point. I'm going to get to this last story. <sighs> Deep breath. So you ever heard of Chance the Rapper? I hadn't. I don't listen to rap. I'm a talk. I, I listen to talk radio. That's what I do. I love talk radio. Love my country. I listen to talk radio. I very, very seldom listen to music. As a kid, I listened to rap just to make my parents mad. I was a big NWA fan. But Chicago-based rapper, Chance the Rapper, that's original, by the way, Chance the Rapper, expressed his agreement with Kanye West. Now, you heard this whole deal with Kanye West. I heard about it this week. I was driving down from Fort Wayne to Fort Worth, and I'm like, is the world gone crazy? Kanye West is coming out, and everybody thinks he's this. Because it started with Kanye West and Candace Owens from Turning Point USA, who Candace Owens, great, young, conservative, and she just happens to be black, by the way. She left the plantation, too. But Kanye came out and said, look, I like Donald Trump. We got dragon energy or something together. It was kind of weird. Some I don't know what dragon energy is, but got to be good, right? So this Chance the Rapper agreed with Kanye West's recent criticism that Democrats have abandoned Chicago communities. You think? I mean, you think? Chicago is a crap hole. I said it. I can't say the other word. It's a crap hole. People are dying there. More than in Iraq, by the way. But Chance the Rapper, he had to distance himself from President Donald Trump. In a long statement posted on Twitter, Chance described Kanye West as family, but said that recent expressions of support was being used to discredit my brothers and sisters in the movement. So let me break this down for you. He was losing a little street cred. Can't have that. He got to be the he got to be the black man. Got to have some cred. You know, he's a rapper. You got to talk about boats and hoes and all that stuff. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, all the crap they put in that music, and then they talk about the widespread ridiculousness that is our country. But we're listening to these rappers talking about ganking police and you know, having sex with hoes and you know, all that stuff. Crazy. So, he says Kanye West is not just a mentor. Or a big homie to me. Big homie. That's pretty good. Big homies are pretty close, right? He's my family. No matter how much I may disagree with him, it's hard for me to watch people talk about someone I love, even if they were justified in doing so. He says, I didn't speak up because I agree with what Kanye had to say or cause I F, the F word, with Trump. I did it because I wanted to help my friend and cause I felt like I was being used to attack him. Unfortunately, my attempt to support Kanye is being used to discredit my brothers and sisters in the movement, and I can't sit by and let that happen. Hey, welcome to the real world, rapper Chance. Chance the Rapper, whatever your name is, doesn't matter. Is he a Tootsie Roll rapper or a Snickers Chance rapper or some kind of rapper, rapper kind of deal? I think that's funny that he put rapper on the end of his name like you didn't know who he was but here's the thing you know if you're black which he is if you're kanye west which kanye is black and you agree with donald trump you get drilled by who the left the democratic party i mean we just talked about diamond and silk now you got another guy and look as soon as this is a funny thing as soon as you agree with Trump, Kanye, something that's conservative, you're no longer down in the hood. You know, you just lost your credibility, and that's sad. So now he's got to walk it back. Oh, 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 wait, 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 dog. Wait, dog. Wait, dog. I, di I didn't mean it, dog. I, I didn't mean it. 
Come on. I'm hardcore. See, I got my nine. I got my piece. We're good. I'm in Chicago rolling with the boys in the hood with my 20-inch ballers, you know, rolling around my Impala. All right, that's really stereotypical. That's not very nice of me, kind of saying. But they actually made a song about that, I think. 20-inch blades on the Impala, remember? Yeah, never mind. So, look, you can't hear (laughs) moral of the story. I'm off the rails this morning here. The moral of the story, if you're black, you can't agree with the president. You can't back up your homie Kanye. You you can't do those kind of things. But, look, here's the deal. (laughs) He goes on to say, I'd never support anyone who has made a career out of hatred, racism, and discrimination. I'd never support someone who would talk about Chicago as if it's hell on earth and take steps then to make life harder for the most disenfranchised among us. Poor guy. And look, Chicago is a hellhole. It's awful. It's terrible. And I, I wouldn't want to live there. The taxes are outrageous. Illinois is ridiculous. Unbelievable. But don't be a black guy and be conservative. Look, don't go anywhere. Cartel's going to roll on. Hour two coming right at you. Oh, sorry. Don't go anywhere. Matt Locke, the conservative cartel. I'll be right back. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Hour two is upon us. Unbelievable. One hour of conservative greatness. Ari in the can. Matt Locke here. Flying solo on the conservative cartel. Chris X, I see he jumped into the Liberty Eagle Facebook page. He's doing some hoity-toity charity work down in Houston. I know us conservatives, we're crazy. We give to charity. I know it's unbelievable, but I am live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. We are going to welcome in the next segment, Rob Wasinga. Wasinger. Wasinger, sorry, Wasinger. not Wasinger, uh, Wasinger to the program. You're going to want to stick around, but producer Rod, what do we got going on this hour? Hey, this hour of the conservative cartel, guys, is brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. And no, those are not what Matt's wearing not right yet. now. Not yet. Be a part of the unarmed forces and help manufacture peace through trade. Visit CombatFlipFlops.com and use code CARTEL20 for 20% off your first order. CombatFlipFlops.com, bad for running. Worse for fighting. Bad for running. But see, look, I'm now in Fort Worth, Texas. Now, Ron, by the way, producer Ron here, you had to miss me this week, right? It had to be pretty quiet around here. Uh, it, it, what, yeah, dude, it was really quiet. Because I'm here. a loud guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm like the bull in the china shop when I come in here, and I just rooting around and things go crazy. But everything was good. Everything, it was good. Everything, no, it, everything, it went really I mean, Chris well. X Chris X held the show down. I Chris mean, did extraordinarily well. I even helped a little bit. Uh <laughs> He but shaved his goatee, though. It was weird. I, I showed did. up, I, and I'm like, Where, where'd half your face go? I pulled the little goatee piece of it off. Yeah, you can't. If you're on theblaze.com, you can't see it. But if you go over to the Cartel or the Liberty yeah. Eagle Facebook page, you can see sexual chocolate right there with no goatee. And that's what they call me. They do call him sexual chocolate because he is sexual chocolate. That's right. I'll tell you. Sexual chocolate! There it is. So <laughs> the show made it without me for the week. I moved my beautiful wife in three boxers who all weigh more than 70 pounds, by the way. 
from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Fort Worth, Texas over this week. So we are now residents of the great state of Texas. Unbelievable. I love it, too. My wife's like, you know, we were up in Fort Wayne, and it was literally like 55 degrees. So down here, it's 85. That's why I'm wearing shorts today and flip-flops, because it's warm here. But anyway, I want to get to hour two. We do have Rob Wassinger Wassinger coming up, and I always say his name wrong. I don't know why I can't say his name right, but we have Rob Wassinger coming up here in the next segment. We're going to talk about several things. We're going to talk about Gina Haspel, because now that Pompeo is the Secretary of State, we need a we need a director of the CIA. So Gina Haspel's nomination's in there. We're going to talk about, uh, oh, geez, we've got all kinds of people. Uh, Richard Grinnell, Ronnie Jackson, by the way. I mean, here, I, I want to get into this story. Okay, we got, you know, I want to talk about Ronnie Jackson here real quick, and then I'll get to your phone calls. I know, Mark, hang tight. I know you're there. I just got to open the first segment. I got to open this show. Ronnie Jackson. I don't know if you guys remember Ronnie Jackson. I think he's an admiral, admiral, I think, Ronnie Jackson was uh, nominated by President Trump to take over for Mr. Shulkin at the Veterans Affairs Administration, the VA. Now, we hear all these stories. I mean, I was kind of out of the loop this last week, I'll tell you. I unplugged last week. I was moving all last week. So I literally looked at no news all last week. Only what I heard on the radio coming down here, if I was in my car running some errands, I had some talk radio on, so I literally got... no news last week. So I didn't know about Ronnie Jackson. I was getting ready to start show this morning, and, and I was talking to producer Ron, and I said, oh, we're going to talk about Ronnie. He's like, you know Ronnie Jackson, which drew his name. I'm like, what? 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 So I did a little research, and, of course, the guy's a drunk, I guess, drinking on the job. I mean, I'm doing the drinking. I'm doing the little drinking motion for those of you that aren't watching on Facebook. But it's amazing how we find all this stuff out. But supposedly it happened the whole time that he was in his position in the Obama White House. So where is I'm dumbfounded. How is this Donald Trump's fault if this is the case, which they say this is completely not the case. I mean, he denies this, by the way, Ronnie, Ronnie Jackson does. He says it's completely false. But where was the Obama administration while this was all happening? If he was drinking and wrecking cars and doing all this stuff. Where was Barack Obama in that administration? He stayed on there for eight years. But now that he's under Donald Trump, we got to go dig up dirt. I mean, it's amazing what the left does. Remember Herman Cain? Herman Cain ran for president back in 2012. Loved Herman Cain, by the way. Businessman, Herman Cain. They said that, you know, he he sexually assaulted this woman. So all this stuff came out. And and all this stuff happened. And they made all these accusations. And they ran him out of, of, you know, the running. And, And then what do we hear? Not a thing. Or how about down there in Alabama? Just Luther Strange and uh, 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 Moore. I can't think of his first name for some. Uh, can't think of his first name, Moore. But anyway, his last name's Moore. Can't think of his first name for some reason. But they go after him, Judge Moore, Roy Moore. There it is. Found it. Those two brain cells just bounced together. They run Roy Moore out of the deal with five women. And, and where are the lawsuits? Where, where, where's anything that came of that? Nothing came of that. So here we're sitting, waiting for all this stuff, and Ronnie Jackson's ran out. But look, I, I've got a phone call. We're going to run to Mark from Maryland. So, Mark, welcome to the conservative cartel this morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, let me take this thing off the speakerphone here. That would be fantastic. What's on your mind? Oh, my gosh. 
too much technicality for my age. Anyway, uh, who's to say anybody should ever, ever buy any product from Great Britain ever oh, again? Really? What do you? So you're saying boycott them? I wouldn't come out and directly say boycott because I really hate that word. But right. I think um, hit him in the pocketbook. Well, that's normally the way to go after. Co- and look, it, I talked about what Mark is talking about, by the way, if you just tuned in this hour. I spoke about this Alf- Alfie Evans, young boy, uh, less than two years old. The U.K. has socialized medicine and the government said he, he needs to die. He's got an incurable brain disease. He needs to die. He can't go get experimental treatment. So we're going to make the judgment because the parents don't know any better. So the government's got to make the judgment. So you're saying, Mark, that we should just hit him in the pocketbook. Don't buy their stuff. Show them who's boss. Be done with it. Basically, yeah. My wife and I were discussing it, and uh, we're, we're, you know, it really hit us hard this morning, especially hearing that Alfie didn't make it because of uh, the single-payer health system that they have there. And, it's a uh, joke, by the way. I mean, the yeah. single-health care oh, yeah. payer system that they want to bring here to this country. And, Mark, thank you for the call. Thank you for listening, by the way. Certainly appreciate the fact that you tuned in this morning listening to the cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. He's not wrong. I'm not a – look, I'm not a boycott guy either. I – there's places I go, and I'll give them my money because that's where I go. I, I mean, I, I try to – look, I'm a political guy. I really am and pretty much everything in my life. But there's just one thing. I don't boycott Amazon. I don't care. I need a product. I get it. It's at a good price, and I go do it. Now, you did hear that Bezos just raised the fee for Amazon Prime by uh, – what was the fee before, Ron? Ron Phillips? Sexual chocolate. What was the fee for Amazon Prime? Ninety nine bucks. It was ninety nine bucks. Now, now it's, it's one nineteen. Nineteen. So twenty yeah. percent. So in producer Ron, he he knows Amazon. Let me let me tell you how much Amazon Prime Ron Phillips. Yeah, I, mean, I get Primnesia pretty often. Pretty. That's, see, he's that's got where a, a box shows up it. on your porch. Yeah, and you and don't, don't even know what, what it was. Yeah, you, you, you don't, don't remember what, what you ordered. ordered. You ordered too much. No, no. Him and his beautiful <laughs> wife. By the way, it's so funny because him and his beautiful wife, Misty. They, they share a, an Amazon Prime account, of course. You know, they're married. They they literally call back and forth to each other because they put things in their cart. And then when Ron wants to order stuff, he has to take it out of the cart. So literally a phone call comes right after he orders something from Amazon. And uh, what'd you do with my stuff in the cart? What, what What's going on here? Stay out of my Amazon cart. Is it about the way it goes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a time because... Producer Ron's house burnt. You all know the story behind it, the backstory. It caught on fire. It got hit by lightning or whatnot. We lost all of our equipment. I mean, we were doing this show out of his upstairs media room. So we lost all this stuff. There was a time for what, Producer Ron? Probably oh, after, 60 after, days? Oh, yeah, after insurance kicked in. We were getting a box or two a day. Every day. Every day. From, for 60 days from Amazon Prime. But just one of those things, not a boycott guy. Thank you, Producer Ron. Not not a boycott guy. Don't care. I mean, they're a service they provide. But look, I want to get into this in much, much more. We've got – let me make sure I say this young, this young gentleman's name right because I always say it wrong. We've got Rob Weisinger coming up. We're going to discuss the avoidance that we have seen with the confirmations like Richard Grinnell – Mike Pompeo and Ronnie Jackson, all of whom Democrats seem to have had no problem with until their nomination was a key role in the Trump administration. So we're going to we're going to bring Rob Weisinger back. He's a fantastic guy. Uh, He worked for the Senate for 14 years, former Senate uh, chief of staff for Senator uh, Sam Brownback. 
Uh, he uh, served as director of Senate Affairs for Donald J. Trump for president campaign. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, so hang tight. The conservative cartel this Saturday morning is going to roll on. You're going to want to keep listening because I'm Matt Locke, and I'm back after a week. Lots to say. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back right after this. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. I am Matt Locke, riding solo today. I'm so glad you found us on your internet device, the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, and of course, the Liberty Eagle. I'm live, by the way, from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is down because we're introducing you. We're bringing back to the program. I think this is the second go around for Mr. Rob Awasinger. Rob worked in the Senate for 14 years and is the former Senate Chief of Staff for Senator Sam Brownback, as well as the COS. To a member of the U.S. House of Representatives, he served as Director of Senate Affairs for Donald J. Trump for President campaign and maintained the same position on the transition team. Rob was formerly the State Department White House liaison and is currently an advisor to American First Policies. Rob, welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. How are you, sir? Matt, it's great to be back. I'm doing great. Good morning well, to you. Fantastic. So let's get into this because I brought you back on here. We've got... We got some interesting stuff going on within our government. We've got these nominees of Donald Trump that he needs to help him run the government. We've got uh, finally got Pompeo confirmed, which is a good thing this week. But you've got Gina Haspel, who's the nominee for the head of the CIA. You've got this Richard Grinnell, who is an ambassador to Germany. What is going on with the slow walking of these nominees in the Trump administration? Yeah, I think, uh, and it's a real tragedy too, by the way. Gina Haspel would be the first female director of the CIA. She's a great woman with a great track record. She's done great work defending and protecting our country in a variety of roles. And honestly, it's political malpractice that the Senate has not already confirmed her. Rob, I want to jump in here real yes. quick because you said something very important. She's the first woman. You think the left would be doing cartwheels and cheering of the fact that they're for diversity, right? Yeah, you'd think they'd be doing backflips right now. Look, I think what we need to do right now is Mitch McConnell needs to do his job, put the Senate into session every single day, run the clock. There's In Senate procedure, there's something called a cloture vote where the Democrats can object to bringing a nominee up. And we can force that by having a vote on cloture. Now, each vote would be 30 hours. And the latest – by the way, this is, this is not used to this extent ever. Normally, nominees get confirmed. Sometimes there's a controversial one. It takes a little longer. And if, if all of the nominees are being held up right now, if, he, if the Democrats make us run the 30 hours on each one, it would take seven years to get everybody confirmed. And that is an outrage. Our, our country deserves these nominees. They deserve to have – have them in their positions to protect us. And Gina Haspel needs to get confirmed right away. We've got Rob Wassinger on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. He is an advisor in America First Policies. Rob, 
How many nominees were held up in the Obama administration? You know, <laughs> I think the average uh, time for nom- nomination in uh, the Obama administration was just a few months uh, because Republicans actually confirmed his nominees. There's always been this idea that the president deserves his cabinet. Irrespective of who that president is, they deserve to have their team in place. And that's a time-honored tradition. And the Democrats are turning that on its ear and objecting to absolutely everybody. Um, Now, the solution, again, is McConnell. Last year in August, he threatened to close uh, the recess down and make everybody work through August. You know what? He got about 40 or 50 nominees confirmed within a few days. He needs to do that again. He needs to say, we're working on Saturday. We're working on Sunday. You do not get to go home. We are going to do the work that we need to do. Well, Rob, here's the thing, too. Is there anything procedurally in the Senate? I mean, is this can this just be a majority vote or is there something that McConnell can do other than keeping the Senate in, 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 you know, obviously in-house and actually working? Is there anything else that can be done? Oh, sure. And, uh, and, and just to keep everything in perspective, the only reason he would need to keep them in session is because the Democrats are blocking everybody. So what he would go down and do procedurally is file cloture petition after cloture petition to close debate on these nominees and bring them to a vote. It takes, like I said, it takes a lot of time. Each one would be 30 hours. But you know what? Why don't you file a cloture petition on Friday and have a vote Sunday night? It's not going to take too long. These senators like their time off, and they'll start confirming these guys if we go to a seven-day work week for them until they get serious about their business. Well, here's the question that has to be asked, because I think everybody else is going to ask this question, too. I mean, I'm an ordinary guy. You know, why isn't McConnell doing this? I, <laughs> I know a it's a loaded question. question. It is. Yeah, it is. And the only reason, keep in mind, the only reason he'd have to go to that tactic is because the Democrats have blocked so many people. I think we have 168 nominees right now that are waiting confirmation. 168. That's crazy. You said 168. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And those are the senior most level positions throughout the federal government, and they deserve their vote in the Senate. And if the Democrats want to vote against them, that's fine. Let's have the votes. Let's start getting the the work done. I think one interesting thing you saw with Mike Pompeo is when we actually did the vote on the Senate floor, it politically snapped the spine of the Democrat Party. We had seven votes to spare. Because they went down there, they don't want to have the vote. They don't want to go on record. But when we force them to go on record, they actually vote to confirm some of these guys. Well, so we need to force them on the record again and again and again. Well, we've got Rob Weisinger on the phone. He is an advisor to America First Policies. I mean, look, Rob, these we got a we got a midterm coming up in November. These people got to be on record. They can't be on record going against what's happening because some of these people, like a uh, McCaskill. You know, out there in Missouri, you, you've got uh, Mankin there in West Virginia. They, they're Democrats in a very red state. But I want to change gears here. I was out all last week, didn't hear a lot of news. But the one thing I did hear about was this Ronnie Jackson crap, this, this deal of he's drinking on the job, he's awful because Trump wants him to run the VA and, and take over for Shulkin. And now all of a sudden we hear all of the, the, these stories coming out about Ronnie Jackson. Where were these stories eight years ago as Ronnie Jackson was on the Obama administration? Yeah, yeah. You know, the Democrats have a a double standard on all of these nominees. They've supported, um, even on the Pompeo thing, he had a lot more support for another job. They switch their position all the time based on the political expediency that they see. And the Ronnie Jackson, you're right to bring that up, that's another tragedy. 
when he was Obama's uh, doctor, no complaints. They all loved him. But as soon as he became Trump's guy, the knives came out. And that's because the, the Democrats, I think, are just desperate to get back into power, and they're making all of these moves, objecting to our nominees. They are pure obstructionists. They are the obstructionist party, and they should rename themselves for just a little bit of uh, truth and labeling. Well, Rob, we got Rob Wasinger on, on the Black Rival Coffee hotline. Rob, I've said this. You know, you've got Trump derangement syndrome, and you've got a Democratic Party right now that is really just trying to put on the brakes. They think that if they can get to the midterm elections here in November, which we're in almost May now. I mean, we're into the fifth month of the year. We're six months out of a primary, uh, uh, of a you know a midterm election. And I think the Democratic Party believes that if they can stall and they can keep Donald Trump from getting what he wants, that that's going to bode well for them in the next elections. Agree? Disagree? Well, I think that's their uh, considered strategy. I think they're totally wrong, though. And I think it makes people like John Tester, uh, Heidi Heitkamp, McCaskill, you mentioned, Manchin. I think it makes those guys nervous uh, because Trump won their states, and those guys are pretty much all losing even on a generic ballot, whether or not we've got a nominee in place yet or a candidate. Um, they're, They're in bad shape. Well, it's funny that you say that, Rob, because Donald Trump took to Twitter about uh, two hours ago, and he said allegations made by Senator John Tester against Admiral Dr. Ron Jackson are proving false. The Secret Service is unable to confirm. In fact, they deny any of the phony Democrat charges, which have been absolutely devastated the wonderful Jackson family. Tester should resign. The great people of Montana will not stand for this kind of slander when talking of a great human being. Admiral Jackson is the kind of man that those in Montana would most respect and admire, and now for no reason whatsoever, his reputation has been shattered. I mean, Donald Trump, Twitter, perfectly on, he's spot on, isn't he? Yeah, and that's another reason why I love the president. He calls it like he sees it, and it's totally true. The way they took down Jackson, a lot of unfounded allegations, some innuendo, rumors, gossip, and they ran with all of that unsubstantiated to try and wreck this man for no reason other than the fact that he was President Trump's nominee to head the VA, an agency in desperate need of the leadership that Jackson uh, could have provided. Yeah, and that's so sad because they say, look, he has no experience. He's never ran anything like that. The dude's got military experience, and God bless our military for what they do every day. We're big supporters on the cartel of the military. If that doesn't give you the you know, the experience, I don't know what does. But to sum this up here, we got a couple minutes, Rob. I mean, where do we see this going with Gina Haspel? Where do we see this going with, with, with Richard Grinnell? Where do we see – are these are, are we going to get anything done, anything going to move? Well, so uh, Rick Grinnell, by the way, was actually confirmed last week. I'm going to do a show with him later today. So we actually broke him loose. But we still have Randy Evans who needs to be confirmed over at State Department. We have my good friend Eric Uland, who should be the Undersecretary of Management that still needs to be confirmed. We have a whole list, like I said, 168 nominees that need to be confirmed. And that is not going to happen unless Mitch McConnell walks onto the United States Senate floor and starts filing closure petitions to force the vote on all these nominees and make the Democrats stay in and vote. They can vote no, right? Uh, but, but the way they're hiding behind procedure to uh, avoid a vote is honestly just shameful, and they need to be held accountable for that. And so Trump's tweet was spot on about what Tester did with Jackson because if Jackson got to the floor, he would have been confirmed overwhelmingly because it's all false. It's all yeah. false. And that's what they did to Herman Cain years ago. I mean, I talked about that a little bit. So, Rob, how can how can my audience here, how can the audience out there help? Can they call? I mean, is there something they can do to, to make some movement here? I think they should call Senator Mitch McConnell and uh, 
urge him to move the Senate to a seven-day work week until the Democrat obstructionism ends and President Trump's nominees are confirmed. Well, they can't be working seven days a week. I mean, you're crazy, Rob. And by the way, Rob, Rob Wassinger. <laughs> they can, can barely they... work three days. <laughs> I know. They can barely work three. Rob, where can they find you? Give them your social media, everything. How can they find you? I'm on Twitter at Robert Wassinger, and um, I tweet all the time, happy to get as many followers as I can. But we need to all get together and really support and defend the president, especially his nominees in, the, in these final days before the midterm elections. Very important to do. Well, Rob, once again, thank you, being, thank you for being a frequent flyer on the cartel. You're always welcome. Your insight is always spot on and fantastic. Don't be a stranger. I appreciate it. Hey, have a great day. Appreciate you joining us. You too, Matt. Take care. Thank you. There you go. Rob Wassinger, he is an advisor to America First Policies. Always, always a wealth of knowledge. You have it. There you have it. We've got a Senate that wants to do nothing. We've got Mitch McConnell who won't put his foot down. We've got 168 Trump nominations that are waiting to be confirmed. Folks, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is awful. Do your job. Get your butt in there and get going because you got to get this done. It's time, Mitch McConnell. Time to go to work. Look, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is back open. 888-900-3393. Give me a jingle. Let me know what you think. Matt Locke, the conservative cartel. Be right back. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X. On the Blaze Radio Network. The Conservative Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Halfway home. Unbelievable. Halfway through a three-hour show, and we've still got much more to talk about here on the Conservative Cartel. Matt Locke, flying solo today. Chris X is at some hoity-toity charity event. You know, us terrible conservatives who never give our money our time. We, we want grandma to eat dog food. You know, us conservatives have no heart. Well, he's down there with a heart. So I'm riding solo today. No big deal. We've done this before. Heck, Chris Hex had the show all week. And by the way, if you want to catch our show, go to theconservativecartel.com and find out where we're at Monday through Friday. That's what you got to do. And by the way, if you're there, sign up to be a VIP, cartel VIP. We're giving away a Diamondback Firearms AR-15. And we're drawing that. We are literally, look, let me get serious with you for a minute. That AR-15, we are drawing for that on Friday, six days from now. You could win a Diamondback Firearms AR-15. You want to sign up to be a Cartel VIP, that's where you do it. And by the way, I, I want to give a shout-out here. Producer Ron says that Kim Oldak Anderson made a donation to the Conservative Cartel. Thank you, Kim. We certainly appreciate your kind heart and the fact that you've given us money. We will put that to good use, and we certainly appreciate it here on the Cartel. Yes, and thank you so much. Those are individual sponsors is what we call them. Yep. And if you'd like to individually sponsor the Conservative Cartel, uh, we have a link on our website, or you yep. can you can go to donorbox.org slash the Conservative Cartel. Any person who is becomes an individual sponsor, we put your name on our sponsors page. There you go. So See, it's you. kind of cool. And if you're over there at theconservativecartel.com, you can get this window sticker, which I have in my car. You can buy some hats. Got this beautiful 
conservative cartel hat. I'm wearing one black and white. This is an all black one. We got navy blue. They're fantastic. Get over there. Get you some cartel swag. We're working on some other stuff with some other companies doing some white labeling. So that's going to be coming out now that I'm back. I'll get back to work here. Get my lazy butt back into the saddle and get to work. And we'll get that done. But get over to conservativecartel.com. Become a VIP. You get all kinds of things. There might be stuff in there. Just letting you know. But you can win a gun. And by the way, the NRA convention is in Dallas this week. I'm going to be there. So if you're going to be at the NRA convention, look me up. I'll be running around there. I'll have a big cartel hat on and my shirt. You won't be able to miss me. I'm more than happy to take a picture with you, yak with you, all that stuff. But the NRA convention is here in Dallas at the K. Hutchinson uh, Center, isn't it, Ron? Yes, it's called the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention yep. Center. So we're going to be down there uh, Thursday through Sunday. I'll be running around talking to peeps and all that. So the NRA convention here in Dallas, you got to love that. But uh, let's get back to it here. Got lots of stuff to get through. I want to spend this, the end of this hour. I can't. This is going to get me irritated, this story. And I know, imagine that. I'm going to get loud. Might even yell a little bit. But the District of Columbia court is abusing its power to save DACA, the Deferred Action on Childhood Arrivals. And I know, I know you might find this crazy, but a few days ago, I want you to remember this name. Judge John Bates of the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia issued a decision that, I mean, literally... It is insane. He ruled not only that President Trump is prohibited, so he can't do it, for those of you in Corona, Indiana, from repealing, he's prohibited from repealing President Obama's DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, Executive Amnesty for Illegal Aliens. Now I know. It's a damn executive order. It's not a law. Executive. (laughs) Oh, you've got a judge upholding an executive order. I kid you not. It's an executive order. It's not a law. It is not a law. It's not a law. Can I say that again? It is not a law. So what is the keep? a president from writing executive orders and then the next president to not be able to, you know, get rid of them, to not be able to withhold them. And why do you think that president Trump threw DACA back to Congress because they wouldn't do their damn job. And what they do, they pissed it away. They literally for six months did absolutely zero with DACA because they don't give two craps about you. Dreamers, they don't care. They just need your vote. That's it. They just need you to vote for them. Keep voting Democrat and be quiet and don't pay attention to what's going on behind the curtain. But this judge, this judge literally prohibited President Trump from writing an executive order getting rid of DACA. Now, that's not the only thing. He also, this judge, said that President Trump must continue to give amnesty to new illegal aliens in the future. What? In other words, the unlawful and informal executive order 
of President Obama is something that President Trump is compelled to carry out against his wishes in the future. Never mind that one, that one president cannot bind his successor to follow his executive decrees and that DACA itself is a violation of federal law. I mean, so are sanctuary cities. They don't follow federal law. Now out in California, you got Orange County, you got San Diego, you got Los Alamitos that are saying, look, we're going to follow federal law. We're not going to follow this insanity that is this ridiculousness that we're not going to have ICE, the immigration enforcement wing of the government, to come in here and take care of illegals. But yet now, a, a, a former president cannot bind a future president. You can't do that. You can't do it. And, the, and, and, and this decision was just extraordinary. The DACA amnesty violates both federal law and the United States Constitution for multiple reasons. DACA allows virtually any illegal alien up to the age of 31, as of June 15, 2012, when it was announced, who claims that he or she entered the United States before the age of 16 to, to gain deferred action and lawful presence in the United States. Because these are children, right? Th th these are children. These are dreamers. We got to love our dreamers. They're, they just want a better life. You're, you're so mean-hearted, conservatives. You're terrible. They just—they're just trying to get away. They're trying to get away from their crap old country. Oh, what? Can I can I say that? Because Mexico is not a crap hole, right? I mean, these people are fleeing their beautiful utopian countries because they're not crap holes, right? And they're coming here, where you got judges telling the president, "Oh, well, well, wait, wait, you know, DACA." It's an executive order, but you can't do anything about it. It's legal. It's not legal. What are judge? What's this judge doing? I mean, literally, what is this judge doing? This isn't based on any case law. DAPA, Deferred Action on Parenthood Arrivals, was found unconstitutional in court. And hence, you don't see DAPA anymore. You don't see it anymore. But yet we have to fill for these children. Once again, we've got a liberal judge that is legislating from the bench and creating law like, like they do out in the Ninth Circus Court out there in California. That gets overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court eight out of ten damn times. Eight out of ten. That is astounding. That is so high. And at some point you have to ask yourself, what the hell is going on? And now you've got this judge in Washington, D.C., the second most ridiculous court in the country. I mean, I think he's trying to I think he's trying to compete for being the first most ridiculous court. I mean, I think they're head to head out there in California and D.C. I think it's now a competition who can be the biggest knucklehead and not follow any law in this country. Why in the hell should you or I follow any law in this country? Can't we just tell the police officer? When we get a ticket, I'm a dreamer, sir. I'm a dreamer. I just dreamed about going 95 mile an hour. What law? What speed limit? Why should I follow it? You know, cities in California don't follow federal immigration law. Now you got this judge 
saying, oh, Taka, the executive order from President Obama ought to stand. Who cares about laws? Who cares about rule of society? Who cares about justice being mine? Screw you. We're going to continue to keep the voter base coming in for the left because they need it. Look, don't go anywhere because on the other side, we're going to we're going to dig deeper into this. I mean, this story is so ridiculous. It's so fantastically unbelievable, but I'm going to tell you why it's against federal law. I'm going to tell you why Donald Trump should flip the big middle finger at this judge in D.C. and tell him to go screw himself. Matlock, the conservative cartel, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Well, welcome back to the final segment of Hour 2, The Conservative Cartel. I'm so glad you found me on your internet device because I am live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. So if you're listening to there, thank you. Glad that you're aboard. If you're watching the video, the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, Liberty Eagle. We're on Twitter, YouTube. We're all over the place. I'm flying solo today, by the way. Uh, Chris X is doing a charity event in Houston, so he couldn't couldn't get out of it, which, you know, it's part of what he does. We have jobs, so that's what's going on. You want to be part of the program? Here's how you do it. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. So if you want to call and talk about anything we've dis- I've discussed, you know, I talked about little uh, Alfie Evans. I talked about Diamond and Silk. We talked about all the, the nominees of, you know, Don, of, of President Trump not being confirmed. And now I'm talking about DACA because there's a lot of news going on. There is a lot of news going on in this world. And there's a lot of stuff going on that you need to know about. And I'm talking about this deferred action on childhood arrivals. And we've got a judge, Judge John Bates of the U.S. District Court of the District of Columbia, that is telling President Trump that he cannot rescind the executive order on DACA. Now, I was getting into this because I want to finish this up in this segment because I'm going to move to something else in hour three. DACA allows virtually any illegal alien up to the age of 31 as of June 15, 2012, who claims that he or she entered the United States for the age of 16 to gain deferred action and lawful presence in the, lawful presence in the U.S. The alien also becomes eligible for employment authorization. In practice, today, illegal aliens up to the age of 37 are getting amnesty. It's not limited to children, as the left loves to imply. Now, the most blatant violation of federal law is found in 8 U.S. Code 1225b2. Now, this statute requires that any alien an ICE officer determines to be inadmissible shall be placed in removal proceedings. Congress enacted this law in 1996, by the way, to stop the catch and release. This is a law by Congress. Law, 1996, not an executive order. And it's to stop catch and release policies of the Clinton administration. But DACA forces ICE agents to break that law. 
So literally, the executive order makes ICE break the law. Did you get that? I'm going to say it again. DACA, which DAPA was the Deferred Action on Parenthood Arrivals, is unconstitutional. DACA, the Deferred Action on Childhood Arrivals, makes ICE break the law. In 2012, in the case of Crane versus Napolitano, a rep, a represented teen, ICE, or, or I, he, this guy represented 10 ICE agents who sued the Obama administration to stop DACA. Although the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals eventually ruled that ICE agents didn't have standing, the district court in the Northern District of Texas has already held that DACA violated the law. But he goes on to say, however, even if the DACA amnesty didn't invite it didn't violate 8 U.S. Code 1225B2. It would still violate the Administrative Procedure Act. In order to implement a program like DACA, Department of Homeland Security would have to would have to have a formal re- regulation or rule with notice and public con- comment under the requirements of the APA. Now, the Fifth Circuit Court came to this conclusion in Texas versus United States, a case which resulted in an injunction halting Obama's second executive amnesty dapa you see where i'm going here this is illegal it's illegal dapa which was based on the same theory as daca and the supreme court sustained the fifth circuit's decision and upheld it so in other words there is no question that daca violates federal law Even President Obama stated publicly prior to his DACA directive that he had no legal authority to do it. But then in 2012, what did we have an election? And what was Obama looking to do? He needed to motivate his base. And at that point, his concern for following the law, following that law, flew right out the window. Because that's what he does. So if you fast forward to 2017... DAPA has been struck down as illegal, and Americans had voted for a president who would renew the enforcement of immigration laws and repeal Obama's lawless actions. And then comes Judge Bates, who declared in his order, I want you to listen to this, declared in his order that President Trump's termination of DACA was arbitrary and capricious because the Department of Justice failed adequately to explain its conclusion that the program was unlawful. So now it's on the Department of it's the Department of Justice's fault that DACA, they didn't prove DACA was illegal. It's an executive order. Once again, not an attorney. Don't play one on TV, but I'm not stupid. Executive orders, what did Barack Obama do as soon as he got in office? He rescinded many of George W. Bush's executive orders. Here comes President Trump. What has President Trump done? He has gotten rid of a ton of executive orders of Barack Obama's. I mean, the EPA, regulations, just to name a few. But he can't get rid of the dreamers. Why? Because the left needs them as a voting block. Because they're using you, and they don't give two craps about your dreamers. You just need to go pull the Democratic lever when you vote. Because Trump gave Congress six months, six months to make this a law. He even went to the left and said, I'll give you 1.8 million dreamers to stay here if you give me funding for the wall. 
Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Now this constitutes, this judge's decision, constitutes an extraordinary exertion of judicial power. I mean, a federal judge is demanding that President Trump's administration more fully justify the decision to end a blatantly illegal program started by President Obama. And ironically, Judge Bates based his decision on the APA, the same APA that the Fifth Circuit had ruled that DAPA amnesty violated it. Never mind that DACA need not even be legal to be terminated. The fact that it's a bad policy is reason enough. And the notion that a president must offer a persuasive reason that meet the approval of a federal judge before he can end the unlawful program of a previous president is truly offensive to the constitutional separations of power that we have in this great country under our Constitution. But yet ICE can't follow the law because of DACA, which is against the law. You can't make this stuff. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. Can't make it up. I heard this this week. This is the one piece of news I heard this week while I was moving my family from Fort Wayne to Fort Worth where I was screaming at the radio. It's an executive order. This is not law. An executive order can be law as long as the executive order is in place But as soon as that executive order is rescinded, and it can be, by the way, any president can can write an executive order to rescind any other executive order. And it's been done so many times, it's crazy. And yet here we are, and we talked about it with Rob Wassinger on the program here this hour, talking about the nomination process, talking about the government, talking about when when did the judicial branch become the legislative branch? When did that happen? Judges can only uphold the law. They can't make it. They can't make the president go back. They can't do the things that they're doing. This is completely illegal. And here's the deal. It's going to get overturned in the Supreme Court because that's where it's going to go. But by then, what's going to have happened? We're going to have a midterm election. And the left is counting on these illegals to vote for them, these dreamers. Because believe me, no, no, none of these people vote. Yeah, right. Dead people aren't voting. Illegals aren't voting. I mean, it is a crock. Motor voter in California tells you that. You get a driver's license, you get registered to vote, even if you're not a citizen. Here we are. Here we are with a judge that doesn't want to follow the law. Here we are with a judge that's telling the president that he can't get rid of an executive order. Here we are in our day and age watching socialism take its hold, watching the left run rampant over the law, watching them have sanctuary cities, watching them being overrun in California. I mean, it's crazy. I just can't believe it. Look, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. If you want to comment on anything I've talked about, got one more hour. One more hour. And we're going to Lisa Page and Peter Stroke and the FBI and Mueller and Trump. You're going to want to stick around. Matlock, the conservative cartel, rolls on. This is the conservative cartel with Matlock and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. 
The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome back to Hour 3 of The Conservative Cartel. I'm live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. Matt Locke flying solo today. My partner in crime, Chris X. Well, he's off doing charity work because, you know, us crazy conservatives, we actually care about people. We actually give our time, money, and effort to our causes. And he's out doing it today. It was it was one of those things he had to do. So no big deal. I mean, we're partners in crime. We take care of it. He carried me all this week on the conservative cartel as I move my beautiful wife and three boxers from the great state of Indiana all the way down to the Republic of Texas. And I'm telling you, proud to be a Texan. I'm officially a Texan, Ron Phillips. Hey, welcome to Texas, my friend. What's on tap for this hour? Hey, this hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by our good friends at Moonstruck Leather. Handcrafted luxury and unique styles for women who want only the very best in everyday carry and exotic custom designs. Moonstruck Leather for the discriminating concealed carrier. To purchase, visit moonstruckleather.com slash cartel. Moonstruck Leather, artfully concealed. I heard from Don this morning, by the way. Fantastic He sent people. me a picture of a, yep. of a cartel decal on the back of a truck at the Fort Worth Gun Show. I love it. <laughs> Love it. Don and Becky Moon, great people. Uh, Moonstruck Leather, get over there and give them some love. They're really, really great people and love those guys to death. But I'm officially a Texan. Officially, I've got a house being built right now in Fort Worth. So I'm officially a Texan. I got to go change my license. Got to go get new registration for my car. Got to transfer my insurance down here. Sold my house in Indiana and moved down to Texas because you know what? We, we love... I love, I I can't speak for Chris X, but I know he probably does. I love telling you the truth. I love doing this. I could sit here all day and talk to you on the radio. I I mean, I got bit by the bug back when I was on, you know, I I started my podcast and then I was on uh, 1190 WOWO out of Fort Wayne filling in for the drive time host there. And I fell in love with radio. I felt, and not that I, you know, not that I don't love my country because I did, but I got a new appreciation for what, our country does. And of course we were going through the Obama years and I was watching as we had judges, you know, completely not following the law. We had a, we had a former president who had scandal after scandal after scandal, Benghazi, the IRS. I mean, just to name a few. And I fell in love with, with all over again. So, you know, you got to show some love to our, our, our sponsors here, ninelineapparel.com. You can use cartel 15 for 15% discount, or you can head over to the blackriflecoffee.com. And use Cartel 10 for a 10% discount. Both great American companies, veteran-owned. They're fantastic. So you got to get over there and do that. And by the way, if you head over to theconservativecartel.com, you can sign up to be a Cartel VIP, and you can win a beautiful Diamondback Firearms AR-15. Diamondbackfirearms.com. We're proud to team up with them. We are giving that, we're giving that AR away on Friday, May 4th. You're going to want to be signed up because we are going to give that away. Just letting you know. But I want to get this hour kicked off. We're going to, I'm going to see if I can lower my blood pressure. I'm on my fifth cup of Black Rifle coffee, so it might be hard to do. But I didn't, if you listen to the first hour, I'm going to fill you in here. I moved all last week. So, I mean, literally I was busier than all get out. I didn't have a lot of time to be researching. I mean, I looked a little bit, but I have to tell you probably 10% of what I normally do. I mean, I'm hooked into politics 24 seven, seven days a week. 
That's what I love. That's what I do. I love talking about it. I love bringing you the truth. But I unplugged. I had too much to do. I had a house to pack. You know, friends wanted to see us. You know, when you leave somewhere. I mean, we had a lot of friends in Indiana. They want to take you to dinner. They want to see you one last time. They want to say goodbye. They want to buy you a beer. They want to come over and spend some time with you. They want to do. So we were busy. So I really didn't have a chance to truly read everything that came out last week. But one thing that did come out last week, well, actually yesterday, the House Intelligence Committee declared that it found no evidence of collusion between the Russian government and Trump campaign during the 2016 presidential election. Huh. Color me shocked. I mean, oh, we've all known this. We, you and I, we've been telling you this on the cartel for months. This was nothing more than a professional temper tantrum thrown by Hillary Clinton because it was her turn to be president. Complete and utter fabrication by the left because Hillary lost. And then she wrote a book about it. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. You sucked. I mean, you were awful. Nobody liked you. You, you fell down on 9-11. I mean, they literally threw your sack of crap into the van. I mean, that's you were sick. You, you, you're mentally deranged. Your husband is a complete and utter sexual pervert. I mean, banging interns in the White House, impeached. I mean, nobody likes you. Right? In Russia was absolutely a made-up scandal because Trump won. Well, now we know the House Intelligence Committee, eh, no evidence. The Republican-authored report released over, get this, Democratic objections. Because, look, the left doesn't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to know what's going on. Of course they're going to object. Stated the committee found no evidence that the Trump campaign colluded, coordinated, or conspired with the Russian government. Huh. Committee did, however, find poor judgment and ill-considered actions by the Trump and the Clinton campaign. Interesting. So Donald Trump came out on Twitter. He says, look, I can't do the, t look, by the way, I, I can't do Donald Trump. I, I don't do Donald Trump voices. But he said, look, just out. House Intelligence Committee report released. No evidence that the Trump campaign colluded, coordinated, or conspired with Russia. Clinton campaign paid for the opposition research obtained from Russia. Wow. A total witch hunt must end now. So I want you to think about this for a second. And there's that up there on the Facebook, on the cartel and the Liberty Eagle. There's, there's the tweet from Donald Trump. I want you to think about this for a second because what happened last week, not, not this last week, but the week before when I was here, we talked about on this very program the whole Michael Cohen deal and Rudy Giuliani because former mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, just joined the Trump legal team. Why did Rudy Giuliani join the Trump legal team? Because he wants to put an end to the Mueller special investigation because we now know that there was no collusion found between Russia and Trump. So there should be no investigation, right? Investigation should be over. So when Donald Trump says, look, it's time to end this witch hunt. It, it's time, you know, this, this, this investigation must end. Is he wrong? I'd love to hear from you. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 Is Donald Trump wrong? Because we were told, you and I, citizens of this great country, that there was collusion on the part of Russia in this last election. 
Maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. I mean, we're not denying that Russia maybe did try some stuff, that they had the troll farms on Facebook or on social media. We're not denying that. The only thing is, did Donald Trump and the Trump administration have anything to do with it? No. But I'll tell you who had some stuff to do with it. How about the Hillary campaign? The fake dossier? The Christopher Steele dossier that they paid for, Fusion GPS, uh, Bruce Orr, Nellie Orr, uh, Andrew McCabe, uh, Jim Comey, just to name a few. We're going to get into some text messages here later in this hour. Peter Stroke and Lisa Page, we know what they were saying. But yet there's been no information at all that Donald Trump or the Trump administration or anybody to do within his circle had any collusion with Russia, right? You can't make this stuff up. So it says the more than 250-page report was heavily blacked out. Why do you think it was heavily blacked out? Why, why, why do you think that the uh, intelligence community did that? Now, the leader of the committee investigation slammed the intelligence community for their overzealous redactions, quote, I am extremely disappointed with the overzealous redactions made by the intelligence community. Many of the redactions include information that is publicly available, such as witness names and information previously declassified, said Representative Mike Conaway, Republican from the great state of Texas. He says, I will continue to challenge the intelligence community's many unnecessary redactions with the hope of releasing more of the report in coming months now there's much more to this i mean there's so much more to this story it's unbelievable but we've been we've been living in a in a propaganda bubble from the mainstream media that wants you to believe that because hillary clinton lost that somehow trump must have cheated that somehow somebody must have colluded, that somehow something must have happened because Hillary Clinton was the perfect candidate. Remember, she was the most qualified candidate ever. So if she was the most qualified candidate, that must mean Donald Trump's very qualified because he beat the most qualified candidate, right? That's what they want you to believe. Look, don't go anywhere on the other side. We're going to dig deeper into this. We've got we got Paige and Stroke text messages and we've got pudding pops we got some pudding pops from old bill clinton you don't want to go anywhere matlock the conservative cartel rolls on this saturday morning the conservative cartel with matlock and chris x on the blaze radio network had a little Freudian slip there at the end of the last segment. I, I kind of meant the Puddin' Pops and Bill Cosby, but said Bill Clinton. So, you know, I think it's one and the same. Bill just happens to be, you know, the former president, but I'm sure he was roofing chicks too. And maybe not in the pudding. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was in the pudding. I know he used cigars. Bill wasn't, you know, he wasn't above using, th- using some stuff. Just saying. But Bill Cosby, we'll get to the Puddin' Pops of Bill Cosby later in the hour. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. Matt Locke flying solo. Chris X is off. 
doing charity work, you know, conservative stuff. You want to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888-933-93. I'm live here in the Nine Line Apparel Studios on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm so glad that you decided to listen or found us on your internet dial. And thank you, producer Ron Sexual Chocolate, for the for – the, uh, Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, to help out. <laughs> the correction. The man? correction. Yeah, I, I've had I've had five cups of Black Rifle coffee. I'm I'm in full steam again. We're good. We're good. We got stuff moving and grooving. But uh, Puddin' Pops, Cosby, Clinton. I think one and the same. But we'll get to that later. Look, I was talking about this whole farce that is this Russian collusion. You know, and and all of you, a lot of you know the story, and you know the backdrop, and if you listen to the cartel, you can find out where to find us Monday through Friday on theconservativecartel.com. You'll know that we've went through this quite extensively. You know, with the background, what's going on, Rosenstein, the special investigator, Jeff Sessions recusing himself from anything Russia. We've got a cluster bomb here. It is what it is. And and we've got government running amok. And, And I talked about in the last hour you know, the DACA deal, the deferred action on childhood arrivals and these judges legislating from the bench. I mean, we literally, our government is out of control and you've got Donald Trump up there trying to clean it up. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be our president today. I mean, it's amazing. And on top of all that, he's going to broker peace in Korea. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal what President Trump has done in just less than a year and a half. But we have a midterm election coming in November, and the Democratic Party is doing everything that they can do. And, of course, they need this Russian collusion story to continue. They need it. They have to have it because once that's gone, what do they have? Because now they've got Michael Cohen, you know, Trump's personal attorney. And what does Michael Cohen do this week, by the way? Fantastic. One of the things I heard this week, he pled the Fifth, the Fifth Amendment, not to, not to self-incriminate. Because I'm going to tell you, what, look, this is the way the conversation went between Donald Trump and his personal attorney, Michael Cohen. I'm sure Trump said, look, I got your back. What they did to you was wrong. Take the fifth. I will pardon you if anything happens. And you know what? I don't care if you know that. Because that's well within the president's purview to do so. Because going after a personal attorney over the fact that he might have paid a, a, a porn star out of his own money, whatever. You're going to go after him for bank fraud? I mean, we know about Michael Flynn and the whole deal they did with Michael Flynn. Now we don't even know if he lied or not. I mean, this is a complete and utter witch hunt. So the investigation that has come down on this Russian collusion from the House Intelligence Committee found that Russia's increasingly aggressive cyber operations would would continue to present a profound threat while noting that Russian state actors were responsible for the dissemination of documents and communications stolen from U.S. political organizations. Because you now know, by the way, the DNC, two weeks ago, filed a lawsuit in federal court against the Trump administration, Russia, and WikiLeaks, right? So supposedly, Russia, air quotes, hacked the DNC server. We wouldn't know because the DNC server was never turned over to the FBI. Only thing we know is what the left is telling us, and I'll tell you what we do know about the left. They're liars. They're cheats. They're thieves. They're crooks. And a lot of other adjectives. But you've got the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, saying, hey, look, Russia Russia hacked our DNC servers. Let's find out. 
Let's do some discoveries. Let's find out what was on there. Because the committee outlined the poor judgment practice by both campaigns, the Trump and the Hillary campaign, citing the June 2016 meeting at Trump Tower between the members of the Trump campaign and Russian lawyer Natalia Veselinskaya, who falsely purported to have damaging information on the Clinton campaign, demonstrated poor judgment, is what the committee said. Now, here's a very relative important point here of this entire deal. The committee also found that the Clinton campaign and the DNC, using a series of cutouts and intermediaries to obscure their roles, paid for opposition research on Trump obtained from Russian sources, including a litany of claims by high-ranking current and former Russian government officials, the report read. Some of this opposition research was used to produce 16 memos which comprised what has become known as the Steele dossier, which was used to get the FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, or Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, to get the FISA warrant to wiretap or to listen in on the Trump campaign. See where this is going? This is all a huge ruse by the left to try to go after Donald Trump to win an election. And now when they didn't win the election, see, this is the whole thing. Do you? I don't know if any of you watch House of Cards out there. I'm very sad. I'm very sad about this because Kevin Spacey, who is a pervert, now off of House of Cards. I loved House of Cards. But that was loosely based. The, the House of Cards, if you've never watched it, was loosely based on the Clintons. And if half of what goes on in that show happens in our government, jeez, Louise. If you've never watched it, I mean, it's as crooked as crooked gets. I mean, people get killed. Uh, they, they connive and steal and backstab, and they do all kinds of things in our government. That's illegal. And yet here we are with continued leaks of classified information that have damaged national security and have potentially endangered lives. I, Hillary Clinton destroyed 33,000 emails under a court subpoena. DACA is an executive action that a judge in Washington, D.C. won't let Trump rescind. But Hillary Clinton's rear end is not in a prison or in a jail cell after she destroyed 33,000 emails under subpoena. I want you to do something for me. I want you to tell the IRS or the government that you're not filing your taxes this year. You destroyed them. They don't need to see them. You just know that I paid them. See you later. I don't owe you anything. Go do that. And I want you to see how far you're going to get under subpoena for your records. You'd go to jail. You would go to jail because you have to live under the law. Now, I want you to take a very sensitive, classified uh, BlackBerry that has government information on it, and I want you to take a ball-peen hammer out to the garage and start beating it. I want you to break it. I want you to hammer it. I want it to be in little pieces, and then I want you to turn it into the government and see what they say. I may be sounding facetious, but this is what Hillary Clinton did. She destroyed evidence. She destroyed evidence. Is she not in jail? 
Hell, she's still collecting money on the Clinton Global Initiative, the Clinton Foundation. They're still making money. She'll probably run for president in 2020 because it's her turn. You need to vote for her because she's got women parts. And that's against the LGBTQ queer elemental P movement. Can't be a woman or whatever. I don't, there's only 89 genders. I mean, come on. We should all be offended by that, right? But here's where we're at. Here's where we're at in this country. So now you got the left squawking, oh my gosh, Donald Trump, he wants the, the Russian, he, oh my goodness, he's going to fire Mueller. He should. I mean, literally, he should fire Mueller. This is a joke at this point. It's an absolute joke at this point. There is zero Russian collusion. None of it. None. Zero. Nothing. Russia may have tried to affect our election, but it had nothing to do with Donald Trump. And then they lost their collective minds this week when Kanye West, a black man, came out behind Donald Trump. I mean, it is funny to watch the left and how they operate. It's amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable what is going on. But Democrats on the intelligence panel, they refuse to endorse the report, calling the committee's investigation a sham <laughs> that was biased in favor of Trump. I mean, this is, what the, this is all the left has. Quote, they've been saying I'm going to get rid of them for the last three months, four months, five months. They're still here, Trump told reporters about wanting to remove Mueller, wanting to remove Rosenstein. I think you should do it, President Trump. I think you should get rid of them. Get rid of them. Throw them out of their cans. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Right? Time. It's time. People are tired. They're done with this stuff. And one last point here before I run out of time. The top committee Democrat blasted Republicans last month for prematurely shutting down the panel's Russian probe and renewed that criticism on Friday. Quote, notwithstanding the decision made by the majority to end its work and turn its attention to counter-investigations designed to serve the president's interest, the minority's work on the Russian investigation continues, says Re Representative Adam Schiff for Brains, Democrat California. He says, we will continue our investigation using every means at our disposal to do otherwise that to do otherwise would ignore our responsibility to conduct meaningful oversight and ensure that the Russians do not possess leverage over the president of the United States. So now the president is being blackmailed by Russia. Who sold 20% of our uranium to Russia? It's Donald Trump, right? Was it, was it Trump that sold 20% of our uranium to Russia? I, I, I'm, I'm forgetting. Those two brain cells in my head haven't bounced together yet. Was that Trump that sold 20% of our uranium to Russia? Got $145 million? No, it was Hillary Clinton. Really? Throwing that out there for you. I'm glad. Just helping you, helping you make those brain cells crash together. I know. I mean, it's amazing. But yet there's collusion, and Trump's being blackmailed by a bunch of hookers that peed in his hotel room. I mean, this is where we're at in this country. Unbelievable. But don't go anywhere. Got two segments left, and I've got Peter Stroke and Lisa Page text messages. And you can't make this stuff up. I mean, we have all the information right at our fingertips of what actual collusion is going on. And you know, Representative Adam Schiffer Brains doesn't want to look at that information because that might mean that someone broke the law and it would be on the left. Hey, don't go anywhere, Matt Locke, the conservative cartel. Be right back. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. On the Blaze Radio Network. 
listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Man, we're almost done. This is crazy how fast three hours goes. Welcome back to The Conservative Cartel. Matt Locke here, flying solo, live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. So happy that you found us on your internet device. Um, We're on Facebook. The Conservative Cartel or the Liberty Eagle. You can find us there. Or you can find us on YouTube, Twitter. I mean, we're all over the place. You can find me on Twitter at the Cartel Matt. You can find Ron Phillips, Sexual Chocolate in there. He's at the Cartel Ron. He's on Twitter, Instagram. Build that thing up. Go see him. Go see Ron. He likes all that stuff. He wants a fan club or something. I'm telling you, the older I get, the less I like people. I like fans. He does like fans. That's Sexual Chocolate. He, he's running the, the mothership in there. So, you know, he makes me sound good. I, you can't make me look good, but he's making me sound good. But <laughs> I was talking about this last hour, all of this evidence that the right has. And I'm talking about the conservative party. You know, the left is literally out of their minds. Donald Trump colluded with Russia. WikiLeaks, you know, Russia, the Trump campaign they're all being sued by the dnc but two members of the robert Mueller team are under scrutiny for text messages they exchanged about president trump and the probe and those very people are fbi officials peter stroke and lisa page and newly recovered text messages revealed their shock and frustration in the wake of James Comey's May 2017 firing, as they privately fumed over the news and scrambled to react. Now, look, I understand that you have a personal view. I'm sure everybody in the FBI is either conservative or liberal. I mean, it's normal. But you're supposed to uphold your duty as an FBI agent to be completely impartial. So these messages were transmitted to congressional committees Thursday by the Justice Department after the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz, announced that his office had recovered previously missing communications over the critical period between December 14th of 2016 and May 17th of 2017. And this covered Comey's firing and the appointment of Special Counsel Robert Mueller. So, see, they lost these text messages. They, They lost these text messages. Now, we know that Peter Stroke and Lisa Page, who were having an affair, by the way, bumping uglies, whatever you want to call it, they were married, you know, doing the nasty with each other, bashed Trump and discussed concerns about being too tough on Hillary Clinton. Now, like I said, why don't you go out there and destroy 33,000 emails that runner subpoena? Why don't you go out there and beat your cell phone, your government allotted cell phone that has uh, classified information on it with a ball peen hammer, you know, but uh, they bashed Trump and they were discussed, you know, they were discussing concerns about being too tough on Hillary Clinton during an investigation into her use of her private email server. Now, these two people, I talked about this when I started the show, they exchanged over 50,000 text messages. 50,000. I mean, I love my wife to death. We've been together for almost 10 years. 
I'll bet you in 10 years we don't have 50,000 text messages. And we talk regularly. I mean, I probably text her three or four or five times a day. You know, 50,000 text messages in the span of about a year. That's a lot of coordinating. That's all I got to say. So, look, GOP congressional investigators have alleged that more uncovered text messages between Stroke and Page may show a possible coordination, here it comes, between high-ranking officials in the Obama administration. Now, CIA, FBI, Justice Department, and former Senate Democratic leadership in the early stages of the Russian investigation. Now, I want you to think about this for a second, because we've got no collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. But yet we know that there's coordination between the CIA, the FBI, the Justice Department, and former Senate Democratic leaders. Now, there was a tweet Donald Trump had out that is amazing to me because I saw this the other day, and I'm trying to find it here because it's about uh, Clapper, former CIA director. I think it's James Clapper. I think that's who it was. I'm going through his tweets right now, and I'll look forward to here maybe at the break, but I'll talk to you about it as we go on here. But we've got collusion. We've got lying under oath. We've got people discussing classified information over tweets. I mean, this is incredible to me how we have gotten to this point to where this information is just being tossed around like it really is no big deal. That That's amazing to me. And as we sit here and we look through this stuff, you, 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 you've got a big exchange of, of text messages. On the day President Trump fired his, the FBI director, Comey, Stroke and Page exchanged a flurry of messages. Lisa Page says, acknowledge, damn it. I'm dying down here. Inviting Page, well, that was Stroke, I'm sorry. Inviting Page to talk and suggesting she go to lunch with a person whose name is redacted. Now more than ever, this is an important, critical time. So moments before, Stroke also wrote, and we need to open the case we've been waiting on now while Andy is still acting. Andy is Andrew McCabe. He was second in charge of the FBI. He was first in charge once Comey got fired. So now you've got a direct text saying, look, we need to act quickly. We need to act now. We need to open this case. And we got to do it before while Andy is still there. Because they know that what they're doing is wrong. They know that the proverbial crap was getting ready to hit the fan. They knew. And what happened? As soon as Christopher Ray got put into the FBI, and as soon as he saw the IG report, what happened to Andrew McCabe? He was relieved of duty. So they knew this was coming. Now, it was unclear what case Stroke was referring to, but the text suggested he wanted to act while former Deputy FBI Director Andrew McCabe was still in charge post-Comey. Now, Page replied, we need to lock in redacted, so that was the name, in a formal, in a formal chargeable way. Soon over the next several days, the text showed the two rallying behind Comey. Are you watching this crap? And she said the S word. Call me when you're off, text stroke texted sarah huckabee sanders said director comey had lost confidence of rank and file of the fbi now days later stroke and page exchanged texts that were feeling a sense of loss having a tough time processing tonight liz 
feeling a profound sense of loss. I feel that same loss, she said. I want to see what the FBI could have become under him. His vision of greatness for our strong but flawed organization. I'm angry. I'm angry and mourning, Stroke wrote. Oh, Paige replied that. We will endure. We just won't be as good. So here you openly have rebellion. Here you openly have a coup. Here you, well, let's see. Let, I was low, so looking forward to what McCabe could do with the FBI. What, what were you looking forward to what he could do with the FBI? Uh, I mean, that's the question to ask. Because we know, I mean, you know the connections of Andrew McCabe. His wife ran for state senate in Virginia. Terry McAuliffe, the governor of Virginia, gave Andrew McCabe's wife 700000 of the Global Initiative's money. That's the Clintons, by the way. So through the Clintons, Terry McAuliffe gave Andrew McCabe's wife $700,000. She ran for Senate in the state of Virginia. Do you think there was any collusion there? Do you think there was any mishandling there? Do you think there was any ill will or intent or anything they wanted to do? Of course there was. And there is, we have all the proof sitting right there. We have all the collusion. We know what McCabe was up to. We know what his wife was doing. We know where the money was coming. We have the text messages from Peter Stroke and Lisa Page. We've got all this stuff, but by God, we have collusion between Russia, Trump, and WikiLeaks. But yet we don't even know what was on the DNC servers that were hacked by Russia because the FBI was never allowed to look at it. But yet Trump's the illegitimate one here. And you remember when the Clintons were worried that Trump supporters wouldn't legitimize a Hillary Clinton presidency? Well, we're there right now. Clinton supporters will not legitimize a Trump presidency. Man, it's crazy how hypocritical the left is. Hey, hang around. Got one last segment. And Bill Cosby, we got some pudding pops. We're going to talk about some pudding pops and some roofies. We're going to end this the right way. Stick around. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Block and Chris Axe. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the final segment of the Conservative Cartel. I'm sad. It's my first time back on radio in seven days. I'm sad. I'm just I'm just getting warmed up, ready to go another three hours. But I am live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to call, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is still open. This is the last segment we have, 888-933-93. But we, I'm going to get to Bill Cosby because finally the verdict according to the Associated Press, came after a two-week retrial in which prosecutors put five other women on the stand who testified that Cosby, married for 54 years, drugged and violated them too. So he roofied them. You know, I think everybody knows what roofies are. You little pill, you put it in somebody's, some girl's drink or guy, whatever your cup of tea is, and it 
incapacitates them, really, and try and put up the pudding pops. You remember the, the commercials I love? The pudding pops. The pudding pops. got to get the pudding in the pudding pops. The pudding in the pudding in the pudding pops. But anyway, Bill Cosby was a great comedian. And, and, and a little ironic fact of this whole deal that producer Ron let me know at the break, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable was an OBGYN. I mean, you can't – literally, you can't make this kind of stuff up in the real world. But look, if the guy did what he did, if he roofied these women and had sex with them, he raped them. He's 80 years old. I don't care. I don't care how old he is. It's disgusting. I mean, it, it's, it's a crime, and it's ridiculous. But what I want to call out to your attention, not that just Bill Cosby did this, because we got Bill Clinton, who's a you know, former president, who has probably done this as well. I mean – the guy, he's not ugh, interns in the whole deal. But Hollywood, Hollywood will always show you their true colors because they think they know more than you. They think they're smarter than you because they can memorize a script and they play someone else in a movie, right? And they're paid millions of dollars for it. Now, some of Hollywood's biggest stars took to social media on Thursday to express their joy. After legendary comedian turned disgraced TV icon Bill Cosby was found guilty on three counts of aggregated, aggravated indecent assault by a Pennsylvania jury. Now, Chelsea Handler, you know, she's a pillar of Democratic insanity. She says, I wonder how long it's going to take Trump to announce he's going to pardon Bill, Cl Bill Cosby. I keep saying Clinton. See, I keep getting them confused. They're both pigs. So, look, who cares? I... Uh, <sighs> Donald Trump is not going to pardon Bill Cosby. But then you got Susan Sarandon. With Bill Cosby's guilty verdict, I hope these women find some peace and that all those who have not been able to find justice in other instances with other men have hope that they will, too, be heard. Zero talents of sexual harassment. Yet, you're taking pictures with Piggy Weinstein. It runs rampant in Hollywood. You're banging little children and having sex slaves and... The little Smallville girl with the uh, Nexius slave ring circle. I mean, these people are perverts, but yet they take to social media. The state of America is this. Even with dozens of accusers, we were all afraid Bill Cosby would walk. Patricia Arquette, Seth MacFarlane. The Cosby conviction is a, reson a resonant reminder. That power and influence come with significant responsibility and must never, ever be abused and evolve society. However, this is only the first step forward. I took down the picture of Bill Cosby because I didn't want to see his face on my timeline. Andy McDowell. Bill Cosby found guilty. Finally, some justice for Bill Cosby's victims. May they find a little peace. And I, I hope the victims do find peace. I hope they do. Accountability. Terry Crews. Where are these same people? Harvey Weinstein. All these people out in Hollywood that are absolutely raping disgusting, these little kids. Uh, I watched a documentary one time called An Open Secret, and it documented five or six young actors, boys and girls, that went out to Hollywood and literally, as children, were prostituted to these older men by their parents. The one young man ended up killing himself. He just couldn't take it anymore. He literally ended his life because of the situation that he was in in Hollywood. You know, I hope if Bill Cosby is guilty, if he did what he did to these women, then he deserves the sentence that he gets. Now he's 80. 
it looks like about 10 years is what's going to happen in, in, in jail. So under my understanding, and, and maybe I'm wrong, for good behavior and time served, he'll probably serve about five to six years of that. That's the way it works. So he literally could get out of jail before he's dead. Now he's probably going to go somewhere like Martha Stewart went when she lied to the FBI. He'll probably go to some country club, some social deal, and he'll he'll be there. But, I, I mean, the, the, the thing that is amazing to me is that you will watch these celebrities, these actors, sit here up on their perch and say things like Jessica Chastain. Just because you're rich and powerful doesn't mean another person's body is automatically available for sex. Have you heard anybody say this about Bill Clinton? Did you hear anybody say this when, I think it was, gosh, when was that? John Edwards. When he had the love child and he was dinking around on his wife who had cancer and all that stuff. And he was accused of raping a girl. And you got Bill Clinton. And you've got all these people. Where were you then, Hollywood? Harvey Weinstein. Uh, talked about Kevin Spacey earlier with, you know, House of Cards. You've got these people in Hollywood that do this very same thing. And then, oh, oh, my God, unbelievably amazing news, Mira Sorovino says. More importantly, I've forgotten about the many women you assaulted and silenced with your power. Now, look. How many Hollywood bigwigs, where do you think the phrase casting couch came from? Where do you think that term started? Hollywood. You had to sleep your way. Sex was a form of money to get you to where you are. I mean, we're hearing all of these actresses saying, well, you know, I had to sleep with so-and-so to get to the top. And you hear it all the time. Sleep your way to the top. You got you to find a producer. They're pigs. They're literally pigs. And, and, and I'm not trying to devalue or give Bill Cosby any kind of pass. Not trying to do that. But you've got liberals and you've got a mentality in this country that are so hypocritical when it comes to this sort of thing. I mean, they say one thing and it's like, really? Th this is how you're going to hang your hat on this? And they're all relieved that now justice has been brought to fruition. Are you going to work as hard? To go after Harvey Weinstein? I mean, we literally have women saying that Harvey Weinstein was, was masturbating in front of them. We have women that have came out and said, well, you know, I was, I was in his room. I was in his hotel room. He's laying naked on the bed with his robe open expecting me to have sex, and I was uncomfortable. But by God, let's throw a party Let's cheer. Let's act like we're all for everybody because Bill Cosby got sentenced because he's a pig. Amazing. Amazing to me that we have this kind of hypocrisy, but it's the left. Are, are, you, are, are you even remotely even confused? I'm not. I mean, this is how they operate. Do you know? Do what I say, 
not as my actions do. Do as I say, but don't do as I do. Now, look, we're going to find out more as Bill Cosby and this whole thing and what he's going to get sentenced to and all that stuff. So I just wanted to I wanted to go over that. I mean, it, it's to me, it's such a crazy, crazy story as we watch it. And it's taken such a long time. And we know over so many years he did this. And now here it is. And I know Chris X talked about the Night Stalker guy where they found him 40 years later. It's amazing how things work, how justice works and how it's supposed to work in this country. And, and it, if they find him guilty, they find him guilty and he should serve his time. And he was. That's the way our country works. You know, you're given a jury by your peers, period. That's the way it's supposed to work. So there you go. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But that's it. Three hours have come and gone on this program. Can you believe that? I'm glad to be back, by the way. I'll be back all next week. I'll be, I'll be back. Chris X will be back. We'll have a great time. Sexual Chocolate will be back. Producer Ron, he'll, he'll be back. We'll all be back. We'll get back into it. Head over to theconservativecartel.com. Sign up as a VIP. You can win that Diamondback AR. You should do it right now. Go do it right now. Buy a hat, buy a sticker, do something. For Ron Phillips, I'm Matt Lock. The Conservative Cartel, it's out. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network.